podcast. This is Drake smiling and laughing. He's got some stuff to dive into today. I'm Chris Jackson, joined here by, I guess the GMT guarantee is the name that he wants to go by because for whatever reason he thinks it's always right, but time and time it's been proven wrong. He just makes excuses for when it does go wrong. So you have anything to elaborate there? I've never lost. You've never lost. What are you, LeVar Ball? Yes, exactly. I'm better than LeVar, though. That's the thing. Way better than LeVar. Why don't we get LeVar on the podcast? Um, I don't think he'd want to. He's scared. Scared of me. He's scared of you. Okay, we're yeah. attacking LeVar Ball on the tweet. Go ahead. LeVar's scared. I'll, I'll go with that till, uh, till he comes on. We'll see if he's actually scared. But... Anyways, GMT guarantees never lost. It was proven again last night. Now Jonah Hill's commitment, GMT guarantee was posted. Arizona. Who's Jonah Hill? I'm sorry, Jonah Coleman. Jonah Hill's the actor. <laughs> I was going to say, wow, disrespecting Jonah Coleman like this. It's too early. It's too early. 10.53. It's pretty early for me. What do you mean? <laughs> Jonah Coleman. Committed last night to Arizona, and the GMT guarantee predicted that last night again. Like, even even though you told Vince Carter right before then that you thought he was going to Tennessee. Yeah, I, I was put on the spot. I hadn't fully thought it out yet. <clears throat> so I, I told Vince, you know, Tennessee. The orange, you know, you know my favorite color is the orange. It just attracted me at that moment. I panicked and just picked the orange. And then you flip-flop to Arizona. Oh, you want to talk about flip-flopping? After you saw those red and blue balloons coming into the gym last night, that's when you flip-flop because you saw those red and blue balloons. said it before the balloons came into the gym. It was after you saw the balloons is when you said it. It was when you posted the GMT guarantee. This is asinine. It's only facts. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Well, Greg's upset, but he can't be upset for much longer, even though the Warriors – Got beat by, I think, 87 points the other day. High school sports are coming back. We've They're got to beat the Blazers, up. though. Same time, no more. Sorry, Oakland. No more. Why would you Seth Curry coming in. Why would you apologize to Oakland when the Warriors are still the Bay Area's team? Well, because Dame is Oakland, too. Yeah, but the Warriors are the Bay Area's team. Yeah, but still, I'm just saying, there is no more Dame time. It's gonna, no more of this. No more. The city of Oakland literally can't lose in that game. Either Damian <clears throat> wins or the Warriors win. Yeah, true. Not a bad day. No. You're, you're winning either way. But you know what? High school sports are back. Last week we had the pleasure of covering Liberty versus Deer Valley girls tennis. There's photos up from that game. The photo gallery is up at westcoastpreps.com. More events are coming back. We've got plenty of events and practices we're going to this week. I know Greg's going to a practice on Wednesday at Pittsburgh High School. Thursday, I'll be at Liberty High School. Then Friday, I'll be at Clayton Valley Charter. Next Monday is Skyline. Then next Wednesday is Monta Vista. There's plenty of practices we're going to. If you want us to go to a practice or event, just let us know. and We can try to work it into our schedule. Just email us at team at westcoastpreps.com. Hit us up on social media at westcoastpreps underscore. You know how to find us now, so let us know. There's an event you'd like us to cover, but we've got more stuff. A lot of fun stuff coming up, too. And now we're seeing a lot of football schedules coming out. Football season's starting. I know this weekend we've got a scrimmage, De La Salle, Los Lomas. And then next weekend we're going to have some football games officially 
hitting the Bay Area, and I know we're all very, very excited about that. And there's some big matchups coming up, too. There is, and I know I'm excited, excited to go to these events this week, excited for football to finally return next weekend. It's going to be a fun time, and like you said, we got a couple good games next weekend as well. Friday, March 12th, we have Aklanis versus Monta Vista, St. Francis versus Archbishop Mitty, South San Francisco versus Woodside as they look to get their first win and create a new, let's see, uh, organization there as the last couple of years have been a struggle, but Dion is looking to, uh, to recreate that culture there. And then another big weekend on Saturday of that weekend as well, De La Salle versus St. Mary Stockton at 7, Las Lomas versus San Ramon Valley at 7, and then Dublin versus Livermore at 7 p.m. as well. Yeah, you mentioned a lot of big games. Akalani's Monta Vista is a top 25 matchup from our 25 days of Christmas Bay Area preseason rankings. I know there's been some, I guess, roster movement now since then because of the season getting pushed back, some transfers, just a lot of different movement this year, the last couple of months with the season being pushed back. So we'll have new power rankings. You might see a little bit of changes there on Monday, so stay tuned for those rankings next week. Wait, are, did you correct it this time? It's Pittsburgh number one in these new power rankings? Just say you guys will stay tuned and find out. But uh, okay. Well, look at you. Looking how to market. Good job. Proud of you. Some people will be happy and some people won't. That's all I can say. <laughs> but either way, Akalani's Bonavista is a good top 25 matchup. Bonavista welcomes in its new starting quarterback, Junior Dylan Devitt, after Jake Stewartson. Great career there at Bonavista as a quarterback now with the University of Washington. Akalani's has Brady Hutchinson. I'm wondering when offers are going to start pouring in for him because of the production and talent he's got, the size. He's got everything you really want in a college quarterback at a lot of different levels. That'll be a good game. South San Francisco is looking for its first win in a few years. Last year scored a combined 20 points. There's a lot of new energy. Deion Evans comes in, reinvigorates that program, that school with that football stuff now on Friday nights. So that's going to be fun there to see when they get that first win. Whenever that is, I know it's going to be a big day for them. Branch Akatati, Cardinal Newman's a big game that weekend. Los Lomas, San Ramon Valley is another top 25 matchup. I know San Ramon Valley did lose. Tanner Salisbury moved down to modern day, a top junior prospect on both sides of the ball. He's getting a lot of offers recently, but San Ramon Valley still so much talent. We've got Jackson Brown on the offensive line. I know we just featured him. His dad was an All-American at University of Pittsburgh, played in the NFL, appeared in Super Bowls. His stories on our website, too. That junior class at San Ramon Valley is really talented. Because then you've got Jack Quigley, the quarterback, who started as a sophomore. But that game against Los Lomas will be really good. I know Livermore is looking for even bigger things this year, their first winning season in a couple of decades last year. And they've got a great senior class that's been working for this for years, kind of dreamed of this. And now they finally get their chance. I know they were big in the lettuce play movement, always having those really good safe practices. Now here Livermore is with a chance to really build on it. Sure, they won't have that postseason chance, but they get a chance to play and maybe even bring themselves a league title for the first time in many, many, many years. And I know that's going to be big for Livermore football to get that. But so many great games. Pittsburgh's got a great schedule. They open up on March 19th against Freedom. Sarah Valley Christian is on March 19th. Mm -hmm. Mental African Half Moon Bay. You just look up and down the schedule. It's everywhere. Livermore Amador Valley that weekend. Sierra Sacred Heart Preps on the schedule this year. I mean, just up and down this whole schedule. These WCAL games, EBAL, BBAL, South Bay, North Bay, West Bay, East Bay, everywhere. We're going to have a lot of fun games to cover. 
We are, and it's going to be busy for us. We're going to try and cover as many games as possible. We're working on trying to get as many people and as many covered games, pictures, stories, whatever we can do. We're definitely going to be working our butts off for the next, what, three and a half months as these condensed schedules are all going to be played around the same time. Uh, let's not forget that baseball also starts March 17th, I believe is when the first games are starting for baseball as well. Um, and then track and field will also be coming up soon as well. But going back to the March 19th and March 20th schedule, just like you said, Pittsburgh versus Freedom as they finally open their season on March 19th. Sarah versus Valley Christian, those were number two and four in our 25 days of Christmas. So a big matchup there and another disagreement with me. I think it should be flip-flopped maybe a little bit, you know. But that's just me, Valley Christian. We'll have GMT guarantees later on when, when we get to those games. Hey, we'll see the new rankings on Monday because, again, there's been some roster changes. Actually, what Valley Christians, that four-star tight end at Sanford commits, Sam Roush, now lives on the East Coast, moved out there with his family, not playing football out there, saying he's no longer on the Valley Christian roster. But, of course, regardless, Valley Christians coaching staff, Mike Machado's done a great job there for years. That roster at Valley Christians still really good, so should still expect it. Pretty, pretty good ranking for the Warriors come next week. Yes, agreed. Menlo Osborne, Half Moon Bay, another big matchup, like you said. <clears throat> it's going to be fun. I think these condensed schedules, there's some big games, a lot of in-division games, so you have a lot of rivalry games. There's no easy opponents for a lot of these guys um, when it comes to these schedules, especially in some of these big-time leagues like EBAL, BVAL, and also WCAL. So it's going to be a lot of fun these next uh, – six seven weeks here yes it really is and football on Fridays and Saturdays is going to be a lot of fun too you don't see that all the time in the Bay Area we're going to have a lot of games on Fridays and Saturday nights but now that's changed for this season who knows maybe it's six going forward maybe they decide they kind of like this it's easier on travel after school whatnot we'll see but it almost feels like when you're in Texas I know out here teams don't really share district stadiums like in Texas but you'll have games if you're in the same city there on Fridays and then Saturdays, and now out here we've got Fridays and Saturdays in the Bay Area, so that's going to be fun. One night we're at a great game on Friday, the next we're at a great game on Saturday, but next week start staying tuned for our Game of the Week voting as well. I know we're very excited to start rolling that out. You guys have a chance to vote on one of the games we get to go to every week, so Game of the Week voting. Students, fans, even if you can't be at games just with COVID protocols and reopenings and what's going on, still vote get your school covered, get those kids covered, and be sure to show as much school pride as you still can. Yeah, and game of the week voting is going to be a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's just a little rivalry, you know. Where, where are you going to send Chris to this week, basically, is, is the game. Um, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Game of the week, there's plenty of games to choose from starting next weekend as well, as uh, we have a lot of games already highlighted as to uh, what we're going to have for game of the week this coming up weekend. Any other games that are sticking out for you, Chris? I mean, up and down the schedule, it's going to be fun. Honestly, one rivalry I'm really looking forward to that nobody's really talked about yet, I think, is Liberty Heritage football in Brentwood. Both schools welcome in new head coaches, Dave Fogelstrom at Heritage. I know that culture really changed right away. Everybody's raved about him. You can tell the environment, the aura around that school is really changing with him as the head coach. Liberty's got a very, very young roster with Matt Hafes. I know the players really do like him, that culture that they've really built, kind of 
keeping some of the same values from the Ryan Partridge era, who's actually now the Arizona assistant. We'll get more into him in a second too, but that's going to be a fun game I'm looking forward to. And that last weekend, you look at it, that Saturday, there's some fun games. Antioch versus Pittsburgh in the big little game at 1.30 that night. It's also Montevis to San Ramon Valley. We've got Sarah St. Ignatius. I, hey, I like this little Saturday football, especially since there's no college football really. I know there's FCS football going on right now. Some of that's being televised, but now you've got some high school football on Saturdays in the spring. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you know, like you said, that Saturday, the last day that football is allowed to be played, April 17th, you have that big little game at 1.30, and then that night you go straight to Monta Vista versus San Ramon Valley, and then also Sarah versus Nisha's that night. So, you know, you have some early game coverage, might have some late game coverage as well, including Friday night, the night before. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's just going to, you know, spread out the love for all these kids. You know, everyone gets a little different starting time. Um, it's going to make it a lot more fun, maybe some more smack talk on Twitter as some kids can, you know, maybe go watch a game um, that their rivals playing on Saturday because they played Friday night. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, it is. And now getting into an event we were at last night in Stockton, Jonah Coleman. I know that. You mean Jonah Hill? Yeah, Jonah Hill. Sure. Yeah. Okay. He's also an actor too. An actor slash football player yeah. changes his name when he's in different ventures, I guess. But Jonah Coleman, that star <laughs> running back athlete from Lincoln High School in Stockton, Monday evening, committed to the University of Arizona. His story was posted this morning at westcoastpreps.com. He's got a great story of how he got here. It was a great environment, great atmosphere there last night at the gym when he chose schools. He had six finalists. He had Arizona, Colorado State, Oregon State, San Diego State, San Jose State. I mean, you just go up and down. And then you also had Tennessee when for a little bit, I guess we were all kind of thinking Rocky Top was going to be his home. But Arizona came here with an offer a little over a month ago, their new staff, Jed Fish, the former Patriots quarterbacks coach, is now the head coach at Arizona. Ryan Partridge, that former Liberty coach, joined Arizona staff officially on January 26th. Three days later, Arizona offered Jonah Coleman. The process went fast for him. Didn't really take an official visit there. Obviously, things are different right now with travel and what's going on in the world, but Jonah Coleman loved what he saw academically, athletically at Arizona, that relationship he built with the staff. One of the best players in America is now going to be an Arizona Wildcat, and it's a great story for him. You could see how, much, how happy his family was to see what he's doing as coaches. Everybody was kind of tearing up there. Even Jonah, you could see he had some watery eyes there too as everybody talked about his journey. His family's overcome a lot of adversity and a lot of struggles there. But I think it goes to show you that anything's possible. And Jonah Coleman's a perfect example of just hard work and sticking to the process and always believing in yourself. Shows that you can make great things happen. And he just did running for 30 touchdowns as a sophomore at Lincoln. And now he's going to be playing power five football at the University of Arizona. Yeah. And Jonah Coleman's story is an amazing story. Um, hearing the speeches that his parents, his family, his coaches made last night, um, which is on our Instagram feed right now, actually, go take a look because it was inspirational. Uh, Jonah's been through a lot growing up in Stockton. Um, you know, he had his struggles, had his hard times, talked about the late night phone calls, the late night gym work sessions, and his story isn't over. Still only a junior, still has two seasons left to play. 
and he's going to have a long playing career in Arizona as well. Um, three, maybe four years. We'll see how it goes for Jonah in Arizona. But Arizona got themselves a great running back, a great kid, a hard worker. Um, I'm really excited to, to watch him play on Saturdays in Arizona. Yeah, I think humble is a great word for him too. Obviously, confident in his game with the work ethic, but you can tell he's very humble, keeps to himself. But his family did a great job raising him. He's now going to, like I said, again, play Power 5 football in the Pac-12. But you mentioned there's a lot of – there are a lot of times where he could have gone down the wrong path. He could have gone left, could have steered down the routes to drugs, gains – whatever that stuff was, but instead he chose to go right through his entire career, stuck to it, and now here he is, right? Arizona, he had a big offer lesson. Even though he's committed, I'm sure he's going to get more offers from colleges too because as the more film he's going to get, the more schools are going to want him, and you can't blame them for that because what he's seen, just 30 touchdowns last year, almost 1,600 rushing yards, and we've seen him this offseason. He's even bigger. Now squats over 500 pounds. Don't forget, he's a junior in high school, and he's squatting over 500 pounds. That's that's. Yeah, he's an absolute beast, and I'm excited to see him play here um, in high school for the next two seasons as he's grown tremendously. We got to see him a little bit down in SoCal at the WCA Champions League, but to see him come back to his high school team, it's going to be a lot of excitement, a lot of fun, um, and I'm excited to see his highlights come out as the season goes on because – it's just fun to watch. That dude is electric and fun to watch play football. Um, yes. And it's just going to continue to get better for him. So, like you said, it's just an incredible story. Jonah is an incredible story, and I'm excited to see that story continue on. Yeah, and that football talent coming out of Stockton with Jonah Coleman is really awesome, right? Because you've got Jaden Marshall, one of the best hurdlers in America. He's a four-star receiver. You've got Raleigh Brown, who's also in Jonah Coleman's class. He was at Edison High School, a five-star, recently committed to Oklahoma, but now he goes to modern day, right? But this football talent stocked in a lot of kids with a lot of great stories coming out of there and doing great things. Jonah Coleman's a perfect example of what hard work can do for you and some other kids in this region who have had some great recruiting things happen as well. Reese Martin of Montgomery, senior punter and kicker, is going to play college football at UC Davis. He was the North Bay League Specialist of the Year. You also go into the De La Salle pitcher, Kaysen Pels, committed to the University of Chicago. Chicago baseball has done well recently, 24 and 12 in 2019, 26 and 13 in 2018. They were winning last year, but of course the season was halted very, very early. And a lot of other news came out. Oak Grove senior defensive tackle, Isaiah Sabedra, elite champion last season as a junior, part of an Oak Grove defense that allowed just 16.3 points per game, committed to Foothill College. Pittsburgh's 2023 class, I know Greg's favorite colors, orange and black, right? Will Stallings Jr., another kid in that 2023 class, has gotten three Division One offers in the last week. Last week it was Charlotte, then Arkansas State less than 24 hours later. Today it was the University of Nevada, Reno. Pitt last year, elite champs. In that 2023 class there is loaded, right? Jaden Rashad, quarterback, Arizona State, Auburn, tons of offers. Rashid Williams, another top 100 prospect. Keenan Higgins, a receiver who's got an Arizona State offer. Israel Polk, a receiver who's got a Cal offer. His brother, Makai, used to play at Cal, recently transferred to Mississippi State. That's only some of the offers, too, because now the University of Pittsburgh just hired a former 
University of Hawaii receivers coach and actually a guy who was the head coach in Vallejo at St. Patrick's St. Vincent's back in 2013, Brennan Marion. He's really hit the ground running in the Bay Area, actually offering a lot of kids across the country there. You don't really see University of Pittsburgh offer in this region, but right away recently we've seen that school really, really recruit kids. I know they just offered Jaden Marshall from St. Mary's in Stockton. They offered now a four-star De La Salle's own Zeke Barry. His offer list keeps growing. He's got the two big Arizona schools, Cal, Colorado, the Oregons, San Diego State, San Jose State, Utah, and Washington State. And then also Jerry on Dickey, who we've mentioned before, gets that Pittsburgh offer. And he's got the Arizona, ASU, Arkansas, Cal, Oregon State, and San Jose State. And last year, those 541 receiving yards as a freshman in that crazy run heavy offense that Valley Christian does run. Yeah, I mean, you just went through so many kids. Um, you know, go back to the top. You know, UC Davis, kicker, punter, North Bay, league specialist of the year, honor, uh, honoree. Uh, like you said, he's going to great shirt, and then we'll join the program in 2022. Uh, big time, another University of Chicago, Case and Pels. Just, I mean, the talent up and down, Saavedra, Pittsburgh, we already know about their 2023 class, and I've mentioned that probably way too many times on this podcast. I think you guys are sick of me talking about Pittsburgh football. <laughs> and then also, well, it's going to be a while until they don't hear about Pitt because now you're going to their practice this week, too. True. I, I will be there Wednesday. So, um, I guess you guys are uh, just going to have to keep on here when we talk about pit football. Sorry. But University of Pittsburgh, big-time gets, um, you know, big-time offers for these kids. Zeke Berry, one of the best cornerbacks in this area for sure. Valley Christian, Jerion Dickey. I mean, we know about Jerion. That dude is an absolute beast. Only a sophomore, which still amazes me. Um, big things are coming up for him. Bishop O'Dowd, senior kicker. Gabriel Placencia tagged one of the best kickers in the country, hauled in two more offers this week as well. Adam State and Iowa Wesleyan offered Placencia becoming part of an offer list that also features Arizona Christian and Pacific. Now, is he so, five foot eleven or is he six feet tall? We've had that debate. His head coach Dave Perry sent me that list. He said he's five eleven, but hey, Gabe says he's not five eleven. I don't know. I don't know. So, I'm not a part of that. I think Chris. I think you messed up. No, I didn't. Hey, I'll share that document with the world to show you what Coach Perry sent me. For all the five eleven teams, do you say six foot? Or maybe you say 5'12". How about that? We'll just say 5'12 next time. Six feet sounds better than 5'12". I agree. But, you know, maybe they're not six feet. So 5'12". Yeah. It's like a, what they called KD. Called him, like, what, 6'13", because he never said he was seven feet tall. But he actually is. Maybe, maybe that's what we do for all our 5'11 guys out there. Start calling him 5'12". Maybe even 5'10", we round it up, too, just to be nice. Yeah, but where's the cutoff? Are you, you know, strictly at 5'10"? What if he's 5'9 and 3 quarters? 5'9 and 3 quarters, it's too late for you. You don't get to 5'9. Hey, you know, not everyone's blessed with the 6'4 greatness that I, that I have. I, I knew you liked that one, Chris. But other Bay Area offers is Utah, Utah State joined Colorado State, Fresno State, San Diego State, and San Jose State on Benicia Jr. defensive back. Corey Stewart offers list. Uh, San Ramon Valley Jr. offense tackle Jackson Brown, who we just put up a story on the other day, added two more FBS offers from Colorado State and UNLV as Colorado and San Jose State are Brown's other two offers as well. And then we also have Rancho Cotati, senior receiver, defensive back, and Gianni, 
I'm going to mess this one up, Chris. So you help me out. You want me to get it? You want me to yeah. get it? I, yeah. I know as soon as you were going to this name that I needed to hop back in and make Hold it. Hold on. Let, let, me, let, me, let me try it. Gigliello? You know what? I, get that. I Very good effort. I think we're, we're going to go with that. Okay. Fun. Good enough. He brought in a Pacific offer as he – other offers include Puget Sound and Whittier, and then Sarah Jr. athlete Hassan Mahasan brought in a ninth Division I offer from San Diego State. His other offers include Arizona State, Boise State, Colorado, Colorado State, Florida Atlantic, New Mexico, San Jose State, and Utah State, as Mahasan tallied 434 rushing yards, 292 receiving yards, while Sarah won the CCS and Northern California titles in 2019. Hassan is a big-time athlete, and as you can tell, that offer list proves that right there. Yes, it is. And we've watched him a few times this offseason. You can see why these offers keep on growing. Now he's going to get more film. We're expecting a lot more offers to come his way. Then you've got Jerron Leakes, recently decommitted from Western Oregon, the backable Christian senior receiver. He just got a Division II offer from Adams State. He's got an offer list now. He's got Georgia Knights Prep Academy, Laverne, Lawrence Tech, Pacific, UC Davis, Valley City State, at Western Oregon, where he decommitted from, and Whittier, then Woodside senior defensive end Cody Bowers added his ninth offer from Iowa Wesleyan, which joins George Fox, Lewis and Clark, Lincoln, Linfield, Pacific, Puget Sound, Whittier, and Whitler. Last year, he had 43 tackles in seven games before he had a season-ending injury. But I know a lot more offers are going to come in this week, too, so next week I'm sure we'll get into that and more, especially when we start to preview games. But we're very excited for high school sports are back out here, right? It's it's a great time now in California, in the Bay Area, to go to some events and see these kids compete. It was fun to see that last week at tennis. Now we've got practices coming back everywhere as well. So stay tuned for more content at westcoastpreps.com. Subscribe to our YouTube page. You'll see a lot of interviews, tons of highlights coming up. You're going to see everything on our podcast. So be sure to subscribe there. Smash the like button. Smash the subscribe button. Tell everybody to go on there and check us out. Follow us on social media, West Coast Preps underscore. We're going to have a ton of things coming up on our social media pages. I'm gone.